This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rodan Von Dodan. He is one half of the Party Boys. All here, the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Party boys, haven't heard that name in a long time, man. No, I know. Here's the season, though. It's WrestleMania season, season, my man. So the party boys would have probably been defending their tag belts, would be my guess, is what we would have been up to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to let everybody know, too, you're you're listening to the podcast. You can also watch the podcast. On Monday nights, we stream it on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. You can also subscribe to that channel. It's mostly just the weekly episodes. We'll occasionally sprinkle in some other stuff. And it's becoming more important because of our very exciting segment of Should I Have Bought This, where you can actually see the item that we are referring to. So we'll get to that here coming up. But Ryan, we have a pile of stuff, so let's get to the news. I deserve it. Is there a fire alarm going off in your house? There's a fire alarm going off in my house right now. Please hold. Do you need to evacuate? No. Probably for the best. (laughs) Ryan has gotten up. Which allows me to introduce our next guest on the show. That would be the one and only. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. I'm CEO and founder of Cosplayer Nation. We did a documentary all about cosplaying across America from Maine to Seattle to Whitey, Puerto Rico. We've won three awards. Um, we're practically compass to the cosplay community, as well as we interviewed the guy who coined the phrase cosplay from the 80s. Tokunishi Takahashi. Thank you, Josh. Uh, Thank you, Josh. Thank you for taking us there. Don't need you anymore. Ryan Davey is back. Did you put the fire out? Well, what it is, is my nephew takes these like incredibly long hot showers and then opens the door and there's a there's a newly installed smoke detector right outside the bathroom. So it steams up the place. This guy. This, this guy. guy. Unbelievable, right? Fire guy. Right? Fire guy. Unbelievable. This guy, uh, right? But the good news is with the board now, either one of us can just get up and walk away and we have stuff to kind of fill the time the tokenishi takahashi really that's a that's a good time saver that's a good like uh-huh. minute and a half yeah, sure is. a lot of a lot of hard c's a lot of glottal c's there <laughs> yeah, that's true that's, that's true. true this week in the All right, first things first, episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is out. Last week's episode, we did the mid-season point. There's only six episodes this year. After three, we did Falcon and Winter Soldier. We did a little bit of a breakdown there. And I'll tell you, I like it. I don't love it yet. I still don't. I thought this episode was decent. I enjoyed episode four. But it's not not lighting my socks on fire, and I was hoping my socks would be on fire. It's good, not great. And they're they keep they're doing the WandaVision thing again. And WandaVision kind of burned us, but they keep talking about 
a cameo that's coming. Yeah. And we don't know who it is. It could be nobody, like in WandaVision. Yes, pro- my guess would be nobody. My right? guess would be nobody. I think we've seen all the people that are going to be in this show. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Let's hope. But I think let's hope I, we're wrong. I, let's hope. Oh, let's hope we're so wrong. Let's hope yeah. that la- you are laughing at us. But I really, I don't expect it. So again, two more episodes. We got one this Friday. That'll be the penultimate episode, and then the following mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, so then in two weeks, that'll be our episode. We will break that puppy down. Right now, I think it has its work cut out for it to be better than WandaVision. Oh, yeah. We get to do a lot of work in the next two mm-hmm. episodes. Doable. Doable. Do- doable for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's go with the Invincible, which right now is the better TV show. In fact, a little something about this. When I got home from work on Friday, first show I watched, not Falcon Winter Soldier, Invincible. Oh, how about that? What do you think that, of that? Doesn't, that doesn't tell it tell the story, you know? <laughs> that doesn't smack my mouth. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, uh, this is a, this is a very good up? show. Are you caught this up? Is a very good show. I am all caught up. Yes, it's very good. I love it. And I Happy believe with it. episodes. So we'll we will line up a uh, season ender. I believe probably by the first week in May we will yes. do invincible. All uh, right. WrestleMania 37 was a two night affair down in Tampa Bay this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday night. And I would say it was pretty good. It was good to have the live crowd back, which they hadn't had in over a year. Mm-hmm. So they had a bunch of people in Tampa, not full capacity, obviously, but they had a, they had enough people, and it was around the ring at least, so it felt like there was a crowd on hand. Uh, a couple of the high moments, I guess Bianca Belair beating Sasha Banks on Saturday night. It was like a good match, and it was like a cool moment, and she was super excited. And I guess the triple threat at the end on Sunday was pretty good. So I do have a question. Now, I know you didn't see it. Shane McMahon gets thrown off a roof again. Like that's like his thing. He takes like the biggest bump of the night. Like that's his thing. That's his thing. And he yep. did it. And he's in there with like the biggest guy in the company and he's getting tossed around. Actually, it was a cool spot where Braun Strowman ripped the cage. Like they were climbing on either side of the cage because there was a cage. Yeah. Man, and he like ripped it rather than like going up and over and getting them. He ripped the cage open and fucking. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. So here's something. My favorite wrestler is a guy named Bray Wyatt. Okay. Yeah. He was a part of the Wyatt family, which think like kind of like backwoods, like long beards, hats. He'd sit on a rocking mm-hmm. chair. It was really good. Then he is sort of morphed into a character called the Fiend. I've seen this. Okay. So this character, it looks like, uh, you remember the mask from Scott Snyder's Batman Death of the Family? Yes. Like that Joker? He, he looked like that for a while. I mean, to me, he looks like like the 10th member of Slipknot. Yes. Oh, he easily could be the third drummer of Slipknot. Yeah, the guy who just hits hits the the empty beer keg with a baseball bat. Like, and call it a drummer. Yeah. Great call. He looks exactly like somebody who would be in Slipknot. So apparently, and I don't watch like wrestling all the time, but so they do like a little before these big matches, they do like a quick little history of what the like the the feud is. Yes. So he's feuding with Randy Orton, and in one of their matches, Randy Orton afterwards. Lit him on fire in the center of the ring, <laughs> torched him, like burned a body. There was millions of witnesses. Yeah, he burned. He got away with it. They didn't arrest him. They didn't do anything. But he burned. He burned his. So that's one of the good things about not having a crowd for a while is like you could do funny edits because like there's nobody there. Right. So they literally torched a body that looked like his, and then he came back over time. But the other beauty of this is there's a, a female wrestler named Alexa Bliss. She looks now like a kind of like a coked out Harley Quinn. Like she's crazy, like the makeup, but yeah, she's yeah. Doing all the little cutesy stuff, and she's oh, got like yeah. details. 
she I I, I like her. So mm-hmm. now she's involved. So so this is the match to start Sunday. It's Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Randy Orton goes to the ring. The next thing you know, right outside of the ring is a gigantic jack in the box. And so Alexa Bliss shows up. She runs down and starts cranking the jack in the box. Like, dun, 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 which oh, is no. scary. Are you scared of those, by the way? Uh, they're not. They're very off-putting. Aren't they only in horror movies? I think so. And like in my house when I was like two. So, which is not ideal. My mother-in-law bought uh CC one and but it's not a clown or anything. It's like a bunny that pops up. Yeah. But it's the same music and so I'm a little scared of it. And I was sitting there with her and I go, "Do you want me to do this?" And she's like kind of like maybe. And then I started with the music and she goes, "No." <laughs> I was just, no. Just, like, "All right. Come on. Good. I go, I don't want to do it either. I, I don't want to do it either. We'll, we'll just put this away." Wanna, I didn't want to look scared in front of you, so fine. <laughs> anyway, it's fucking Jack in the Box, right? So then he shoots out of the Jack in the Box, and they're wrestling. They're putting on a match, right? Like, actually, but they also read, like, the red lighting in the stadium, so it's not natural lighting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, maybe I'm boring some people, but stay with me on this, because I'm, I'm still fascinated. If people are wrestling fans, give me your theories on what the hell happened here at the end, uh, uh, at Dork Podcast on Twitter. He then... So then Alexa Bliss just cranks open the jack in the box. He comes out. They're fighting for a few minutes, and you don't see Alexa Bliss anymore. Then all of a sudden, Alexa Bliss is on top of the jack in the box, and she has, like, this thing around her head, and she's, like, bleeding, like, black blood. And it's Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Yeah. So then Bray Wyatt looks at her. Randy Orton hits him with the RKO out of nowhere, pins him for the one, two, three gets out of the ring then bray wyatt looks up at her he's like what happened and then they like cut away and then they cut back to the ring and they're both gone and the crowd was like uh boo <laughs> like the fuck the fuck like there was something that they're like this is going to be a good idea and then it didn't pay off at all i want to know i gotta ask fridge what he thinks because i don't know what this is because there's also the story that bray wyatt used to always talk about sister abigail and that's the name of his finishing move and so my yeah. is like, she must be Sister Abigail, maybe? Because I think the thought was she maybe got brainwashed by him. But my guess is it's one of the old switcheroos. Switcherooskies, for sure. Yeah. That's my guess. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, they're going to weird. Absolutely <laughs> weird. I like the cinematic part of it, though. It looks like he could star in like a horror movie and I'd watch it. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm reading. I'm looking at it on Bloody Disgusting right now, which is like a horror horror blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying that Tom Savini um, made this whole look like him and his partner. Yeah. Um, they created the Fiend mask and Alexa Bliss's headpiece. So Tom Savini, who you don't know who he is. He's like basically oh. any movie monster you've ever heard of. He's responsible for. And like going all the way back to Dawn of the Dead. He did. Yeah. And what's crazy, wasn't he? And I might be I, I don't want to get the the what his role was incorrect. I think he was like a medic in Vietnam. So he has seen some shit. And he so, has seen some shit. He also played uh, Sex Machine in From Dust Till Dawn. Right. That's Tom Savini. And he did The Walking Dead for a while. He did yep. a whole bunch of, a, a lot of those great crazy gadgets and like gore stuff. He's yeah. a legend. Yep. I, the Exorcist. I like he, this guy's like the shit. So. But I guess Bray Wyatt's pretty polarizing now. I just think he was the best character ever. Not everybody likes him. But part of it is also the way he's booked. Like he loses all these big matches. They're like, why am I supposed to be so afraid of this guy? Yeah, I 
I don't know. They fucked up. He should have been the guy, and not we've done too much wrestling already, but he should, <laughs> he should have been the guy that beat Undertaker back in the day, not Brock Lesnar. And well, that makes that makes more sense. Like right. it's like the next Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like the next yes. horror guy. And they're like, no, Brock Lesnar, who people are already afraid of. They're like, let's put him, let's get him over. So like, he's over. But so, are they still though? Like, are are they still afraid of Brock Lesnar? No, not if you're in the UFC, you're not. Not if you're no. a or over. Not over if you're a real fighter. <laughs> no, those guys aren't. But yeah. Uh, all right. We got a couple of, uh, let's see, trailers that came out. First, mm -hmm. the Tyler Sheridan movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie and our guy John Bernthal from The Punisher and Walking mm -hmm. Dead. And this is going to be an HBO Max movie. So maybe even a standalone episode for us. What do you think of the trailer? It's good, and it's a Taylor Sheridan movie. So he of the um, Wind River and Hell or High Water. So it's another one of his movies, which... I just said that. I just said Tyler Sheridan. Was my mic off? What happened? Um, I was I was looking at the notes and didn't hear you say that. So, yes. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. So I wasn't, I wasn't fully paying attention. But uh, Taylor Sheridan... Um, wrote and I believe directed this movie. So if you're into Taylor Sheridan movies, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Rich. I don't know if you know him, but Tyler Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan, Taylor. So I, I I don't know if you know him, but he's he's pretty good. He did Wind River. He did uh, Hell or High Water. High Water. Uh, he's uh, executive producer of Yellowstone. Um, I've never seen Yellowstone. People say Yellowstone's great, but I it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not. It's a lot. It's a it's long. Like like the first episode's like two and a half hours. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that's a hike. Yeah. That's uh, a hike. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife just put out a uh, teaser of Paul Rudd in the grocery store, and he's doing a Paul Rudd business, and he all of a sudden comes across a whole bunch of marshmallows, and the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, a uh, tiny one, jumps out, looks at him. Next thing you know, there's a whole bunch of them. It reminded me of something out of Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, this looks odd. Uh, this is the and this is the trailer with uh, Paul Rudd in it. Paul Rudd's in this one. And yeah, they, and he uh, does the thing with the. I'm just repeating what you're saying. I'm, I'm further in there. I'm doing the joke again. I I understand what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a little too silly for me. Arvon D does have a new mic. I do have a new mic. I actually am I'm in the process of. How's it sound? Let us know. How, no, I'm I, I'm asking the viewer how it sounds or the listener how it sounds. Hopefully, I sound nice and deep and bassy because that's the bill of goods I was sold. But I'm in the process of actually switching out my entire audio setup in order to um further my career as a podcaster singer songwriter well it's and content creator and i wish you well in that endeavor mm -hmm. and i was you speaking of a bill of goods when i bought this microphone the mm -hmm. guy told me and i quote you'll get bigger and last longer which is what you what you want now we were talking about our microphones um earlier before off off the air and you said okay. that yours is basically the same except yours is longer Mine's longer than yours. And I said, mine's wider and heavier. So where where we fall on that, I don't know. Where you fall Has on that. Has anybody ever cared about its weight? I feel like that's obscene. Who would I ever think, care? How much does it weigh? I think that's something we need to explore. Maybe that's a, that's a topic for another time. Is what girth. A, or if there's a group of people out there who are like, yeah, I actually don't care how long it is. What does it weigh? <laughs> Put it on the scale. You get like a little food scale. Throw it on the scale. Not to be crass, but when it's full of blood and cum, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) 
what's funny is I'm thinking about it right now, and our microphones perfectly match our physical build. Yours is taller and skinnier. Mine is shorter and fatter. <laughs> boner, 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 boner next to my friends. Can I tell you a shit story, by the way? We're, you know, what are we talking about now? Occupy. So- I'm gonna be here all night, dude. Of course. Go ahead. So I went to the doctors recently for just a just a checkup, right? I do I have to do it annually to keep my A endorsement on my driver's license. Yep. And the woman says, step on the scale. Okay. Right. I'm not going to tell you what I weigh. That's not the issue here, right? Here's the bullshit. And tell me if you think this is bullshit. I don't have great posture. Right? Uh, so when I'm standing normally, I hunch. A little bit of a hunch situation, yeah. So as I'm talking, I'm doing it right now. The woman didn't tell me that at the same time as I was looking at the scale, she was also taking my height. (laughs) Do you know what she listed me as, Richard? Well, if you're hunched over, 5'7". 5'8". She said I was 5'8". I am not 5'8". So now on my medical record... on On my medical records... It now says that I have gone from five, nine, and three quarters to five, eight in six months. <laughs> Why would she measure you if you're hunched over? She didn't, like she didn't even tell me. I was like, I was just standing on the scale, like like hunched over. And That's like, usually when they when they tell you that they're taking your height, you stand up, you crane, you you know, you stand up at full yeah, height. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm sitting. I'm standing like this. Like I, I it, it must have been a good inch and a half that I was hunched over. Had to have been. Can you believe that shit? I I can't. I, I cannot scumbag move, right? Yeah, I would say absolutely. so. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny because I'm sure there are other people that would measure that don't even care if you have your shoes on, and then you're cheating it that way, right? You know, and now that now you're over there hunched over, she's like, "Oh, this guy's getting shorter." Fucking Quasimodo and shit. I'm shrinking. Well, unbelievable. Will I will? Yes, I will. You it's get just shorter. bone density. Yeah, it just happens. I get it, but I'm not. I'm not even forty yet. No, I know. Unbelievable. Well, it happens quicker yeah. than. Bitch. (laughs) Well, I don't think that. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) We're not there just yet. yet. Uh, Ryan, there is uh, a pick of the pod here that we do have to get to out of the shoot, and I don't mean it in a good way. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Uh, Rapper, actor, DMX died. He was 50 years old. 50 years old. Or DMX, like Sally O'Malley, but yeah, yeah. Luckily for him, all dogs go to heaven. (laughs) You're awful. Come on. So I I got into an argument with uh, Jermaine Wiggins from the Greg Hill Show this morning. Yeah, he says, and this is such like recency in the news bias. Mm -hmm. He thinks DMX is the third best rapper of all time. Please play the Solar Opposites sounder. Get the fuck out of here! Absolutely not. That to him. Absolutely no, not. Not even close. Nope. And then, then people are like, oh, like, like, Keith, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You don't know anything about like hip-hop. I'm like, I know that DMX isn't in the top three rappers of all time. Anybody who doesn't know rap will name three rappers better than him. They... I and just then we get distracted because then he was like, "All right, who's your top five? And I think I said Tupac. And then, no order. I said Tupac, Nas, uh, Eminem, Ice Cube, and Jay Z. I don't even know if those are the top five, but those are the five that I've said at first. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like Biggie as much as other people, but you could easily have him in there too. Right. And Wiggy got a whole, he's like, oh, you get you got Eminem, you got you have a token white guy. I'm like, no. I go, if I wanted a token white guy, I would have gone with Bubba Sparks or Macklemore. Macklemore, Vanilla Ice, and yeah. Snow, any of the Beastie Boys, but I didn't. Right. And then, but then people are coming at me. They're like, well, DMX is the only rapper to have all of his albums in the top 100 billboard i'm like that can't that's, possibly be true <laughs> absolutely is not true <laughs> that's the fucking dumbest thing ever that is absolutely not true if you're, and then not to go down your street with the one hit wonders and everything but if you're going to start bringing in billboards and stuff you're not going to be able to compete with drake or no. eminem or jay-z so what are we even doing no but that was and, so annoying like uh, i think it, <laughs> i don't know i forget if it was greg hill or somebody else goes there's like more than five members of the Wu-Tang Clan better than DMX. Oh, my like, God. Yes, there's nine of them better. All nine. Absolutely. All nine of them are better. God. I'll even take I'll even take Inspector Deck yep. over Inspector DMX. Definitely better. You God is better than DMX. Mm -hmm. And he's like the worst Wu-Tanger. <laughs> he's the worst of the Wu-Tang. Well, then they expanded. They were like the NWO. Next thing you know, everybody was in Wu-Tang. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. And they had like the Killer Bees or whatever. They were like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, this guy, well, we're just producing this album. I'm like, oh, boy. But Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer. Well, I even said, that's what I said to Wiggy. I go, even like, if you want modern day guys, I go, Kendrick Lamar's probably better. He's so much better. I'm going to say this. Kanye <laughs> West is better. Uh, yeah, he probably is. Great line by Josh in the chat. He's he's not even the third best rapper in the Steven Seagal movie. I think you're talking about what? Exit Wounds? Or Cradle to Great Cradle oh, to the Grave? Oh, that, no, that, that was, uh, shit, was he in a couple of them? Uh, he was in no, he was in two Jet Li movies. I was Cradle to the Grave and Romeo Must Die. Romeo Must Die was awesome. That was awesome. Then he was in uh well, Belly was his best movie. Belly was the shit. And then I like Belly. Was Belly the one with Nas and yeah. like Method Man? Oh yeah, so he and, wasn't he wasn't the third best rapper in that movie. And T Boz from uh yeah. TLC was in that yeah. movie too. Good one. Yeah, I like it. I'm getting feedback yeah. now. You're hearing that? I'm getting feedback on your end now. I was scratching myself. That could have been. I oh, maybe maybe because you were scratching yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ryan. I think that's that's all the news. We'll get to the video game minute in a second. But right now, should I have bought this? It's why people tune into the podcast now here on hashtag Dork, where it's a very simple game. You email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. A photo. Of an item that you purchase, tell us how much it cost. And again, new rule, it has to be over 25 American dollars. And if you want a brief description of why you bought it, and then we will say whether you should have or should not have bought it. Now, we normally don't take follow-ups, right? Mm -hmm. But do you remember last week we had, I want to say it was Steve bought an arcade board. Yes. Yes. TV, mm -hmm. And it's one of those ones where um, it has like it's for two players there's a whole bunch of two joysticks a whole bunch of buttons and he spent 99 bucks was 250 but the list of games it was only 150 games well only it was 150 games but they were garbage games awful games and so sadly we had to give him get the fuck out of here he emailed back he emailed back and he said i was happy that you guys selected it i was not happy when i heard i didn't get the this is how we do it yep Follow up though, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this out to you and to the to the group here for ten additional dollars. So now okay. one hundred and nine dollars, he was able to get an add on with close to a thousand. You heard me right, a thousand more games 
including, and he has photo proof of this. He does. We saw it, and the one you're going to say is is the is the deal breaker. Well, Go. he had Mortal Kombat, yep. Street Fighter Two, and NBA Jam. NBA. As soon as he showed us that he had the original NBA Jam, I am now willing to reverse this decision, Steve. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. 100%. When I, 100%. Saw it, I was like, I go, if, if it was just Mortal Kombat, like say it was the three Mortal Kombats, Street Fighter 2, NBA Jam, and like any other game, that alone would be worth the $100. $110. Right. Absolutely. So, well, I, on Steve, I will. So, again, if you're going to tweak it like that, um, we're all ears. Email us back. And as you know, like I will say this too, NBA Jam's a huge get for that. I will yeah. also say that of all the video games I've played in my life, I'm probably best at Street Fighter 2. Hmm. That's probably the game I was yeah, nice. preternaturally best at is Street oh, Fighter I like 2. That. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Ryan. So this is should I have bought this this week's edition? We have two, and I even have one quick of my own if we have time. Uh let's start with uh Chris. And he emails us in. In fact, let's go to one of the photos. We have a few photos of him. So this is a nice little guy here. This is his son. Mm -hmm. uh, so he says he uh, he went to Disney. And he and his son built a BB-8 droid at the Droid Depot. So you can see uh, the, the young boy there holding a BB-8 from Star Wars, mm -hmm. the new trilogy. And he says $165 with a carrying backpack and personality chip. He says the droid is not only remote controlled, but as we walked around Galaxy's Edge, he would interact, move and talk with characters and other droids that people built. What do you think of that? So again, he has two wow. so for the two items, but that is the, the first item. That's pretty good. An interactive droid. That's gonna like roll around me like a dog, like going like place to place with you. 165 bucks. I'll take I kind of like that. I'm kind of into that. Is that weird? This is how we do it. No, I don't think that's weird. At Interestingly, all. I'm I'm more interested in the personality chip. Like, I wonder uh-huh. Oh, I don't, if you I, don't could, I would give mine. What's the uh Dio? Oh, from, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that guy was a cool I, guy. I, he's like, no, thank you. Like, that would be my personality chip if it were in a droid. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right, so we continue. So he says, right after they finished building their droid, they went over and built a custom lightsaber. Uh, Keith, let's go. Here's, uh, there we go. Does that pop up? So there's, oh, look at that. So, yeah. So it's like Clone Wars almost. So you're going through and you're picking out stuff that you want. He said his son chose a peace and justice hilt and green kyber crystal. Good choice. But, Bob says he might buy a yellow and red crystal to swap it out at some point. The lightsaber cost $200. Attached with a couple of picks. Lightsaber, build a droid, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, so there's so there's them putting it together. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a picture of the lightsaber built. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Look at that beauty. That is a beauty. Uh, so again, now, 165, uh, and then 200 for the lightsaber. And look, you got a little pack there. I oh, know that that might actually be the remote control, but look, that is so you can see how long it is compared to the BB-8. There, just laying on the floor. That's a good looking. It's a good looking saber. That's a good looking saber. How I don't know, two hundred bucks though. I mean, I think two separate person purchases. I think mm -hmm. that's you know, in but in one day, that's a lot. Three hundred sixty-five dollars all in. 
$365 all in. That's a dollar a day for a calendar year. Yeah, you put a dollar aside a day, and then you go to Disney with your son and make his dreams come true? It's pretty awesome, and it's a custom lightsaber. I would say if they had a white crystal, I'd be in on this. I think they do, too. I bet they do. So this is, so again, his, his kid wanted the grade one. He might at some point go swap it out, get a yellow. I'm gonna, It's a yes. It's a yes for me. I'm going to say yes to them individually, no together. How does that work? Oh, my God. All right, let's go to the, uh, again, this is what we do. Uh, the, we stream the show live. One of the reasons is you guys can break the tie. First person in, yes or no, or if a whole smattering of you jump in, we'll do the majority. So we're both a yes on BB-8. I'm a yes on the lightsaber. Davey is a no on the lightsaber. I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, see, that's the thing. It's weird. Like No, 200 no. bucks. Lightsaber, 200 bucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Looks like the chat has spoken. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Fuck. Uh oh. Uh, Hang on. That's enough. That's enough. One this more. is how we do it. It was, it was, uh, it was kind of close there. It's kind of close there. And yeah, like I said, if it was neighbor, but if it was two separate things, first of all, you're in Disney. So you got to, you got to right. figure that's going to be up there a little bit. Yep. And your kid wants a lightsaber. You say no, no fucking lightsaber. No, you're gonna get him a lightsaber. So it's, oh. a, it's a yeah, it's a yes. Have right, you seen? Part. By the way, speaking of Disney, before we move on, have you seen the new Avengers Campus in California in Disneyland? Oh, like a while ago. Yeah, but like it oh, just the, opened. Or how's it look? Oh man, like mm. screw Florida. I'm going to I'm going to California. I gotta go. Yeah. All right, this next one, this one, this one you're gonna like. Oh. Okay. What? <laughs> haunting okay all right so let me read the brief description here for people that aren't in the youtube chat this one's from chris he says this is a sweatshirt with nicholas cage's face on it i spent 40 dollars on this <laughs> now from blah 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 so i knew oh yeah so some random website so i knew it was a huge gamble on what would actually show up it was supposed to be skin color and not orange also <laughs> It's way too small to be a large, and it feels like a really thick gym shirt. Not an American, not what an American would call a sweatshirt. I bought it. Ready for this? <clears throat> I bought it because every once in a while I like to buy something with Nick Cage on it and incorporate it into the house and see how long before my wife notices. This is how we do it. That's a description alone. We're done. Yeah, there's no discussion here. Absolutely. I fucking hate this thing, but I hate it so much that he, you deserve that. Absolutely. You should have bought that. Like, again, if you're just listening on the podcast, I can't even do it justice. It's, it's, it's his face, but like the face isn't outlined at all. It's literally no. like eyes, nose, and a mouth. And eyebrows. <laughs> well, what, what Rich means to say is it's not Nicolas Cage's face in the middle of the sweatshirt. Right. Nicolas Cage's face is the sweatshirt it's the entire sweatshirt it's not just like in the center or like in the in the corner it's the whole goddamn thing fucking incredible he goes it's supposed to be like a like a light skin color and it's orange it's straight orange it absolutely is orange because it's against his skin like whose skin is that color nope literally no i mean no unless you're unless you're jaundiced unless you <laughs> you have a kidney disease but yeah you're unwell yeah. Woo. 
But dude, how good is that? He just buys different Nicolas Cage stuff. I just, mean, that that no? alone. I didn't know it was a theme. I didn't know it was part of his everyday life. It's part of a collection, clearly. I would love to know some of the other Nick Cage stuff you have, Chris. I would love to know what else you got around the house and what your wife's reaction is to it when she finds it. We started doing this to my mother. It was a meme for a while that people put like Kim Jong-un like in family, like when your mother has you know uh, framed pictures everywhere, you start putting random pictures of people. So we started doing that to my mother, but pretty funny. It's pretty funny. But Nicolas Cage is, is good. That's fucking great. That's so good. That's how you play. Should I have bought this? Once again, submit your uh, should I have bought this to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. A picture of the purchase, a how much it costs, and a brief description. I think the description helps, especially if it's funny, like Chris's was. Uh, feel free. So we got a whole bunch more. Oh, Ryan, let me do mine real quick. Do yours real quick. Yeah. Let me do mine real quick. So this was a Amazon.com purchase because I received a $50 Amazon gift card. So it's so free. Right, right away, it's already free. This yeah. was $36.99, and it is a New Era snapback red hood logoed hat. The it's one problem, I, it, I, it fits me like an asshole. I literally put it on. My wife laughed in my face. Let me put it on right now. It doesn't look that bad. It's pretty bad, dude. Well, it's, I think the head, what's yeah. also crazy about it is it's a snapback and one snap, it's too tight. And then literally the one extra snap is too big. How is that possible? The snaps I don't are too know. close together. Nope. I can't, I mean, wear it's free. I can't wear it forwards. It's free and I can put it around the house and it's the Red Hood logo, like the bat that's red. Yeah. It's not that bad. I mean, it, the bucket's too deep. I think that's the issue. The bucket's way too deep, and I have a big head too. And that's why you have to, as a yeah. as an expert hat buyer, I look like the fucking Mad Hatter. You got to get so New Era does the yeah. low profile hats. That's what you got to get. Because I have a I have a Violent Gentleman hat uh, that I, I did from the Violent Gentleman um, hockey company. That uh, same thing. It's a Mike Vallely like V with like lightning and stuff, but it's like a goddamn top hat on me i can't wear this stupid thing yeah at least, was, at least it was free so no no don't buy that <laughs> that hurts that hurts quite a bit get the fuck out of here i mean put it hang it up display it somewhere but don't ever wear that out it's tight <laughs> it's tight and then it's too loose no, there's like it's slipping off my my stupid fat head, and then it's slippy like, slip slippy stairs on your head. Slippy, hey, it's me, slip slippy stairs. I can I can take you. <laughs> I can take you. It's me. Uh, all right, let's. It's time for Davy's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Dave, what do you have? So this portion of the program, as always, brought to you our, by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Get you some, uh, use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself some nice soda. <laughs> Hit that ham horn. You know what, too? It's getting nicer outside. What are you going to do? You're going to sit outside in a nice folding chair. You're going to have yourself a cream soda. Have you a know? soda. Live a little bit in your life. Christ, you, you owe yourself that much. Seriously. So go to, again, go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself some soda. Um, so in confusing PlayStation news, Richard. So one of the games I really enjoyed playing, a game that's free this month. If you guys haven't played Days Gone, please play it. It's very good. Ben Studios, it, it, this game got a lot of heat because it's a little repetitive. I found it to be 
super, super fun. Um, I love the fact that your motorcycle is customizable and it becomes like a character in the game. Um, you feel like, what's his name? Daryl in The Walking Dead. Oh, I'm going to get to that, by the way. I got some more on that. Okay, so um, it's free to... So Ben Studios, they just found out that Days Gone 2, which they set up in the first game. I'm not going to tell you how, but there is a post-credits that sets up Days Gone 2. They've okay. now shelved Days Gone 2. And now that studio is working on, get this, this is super confusing, a remastered version of the original Last of Us, a game they already remastered for PlayStation 4. Yeah, I remember. That's that's why I played it for the first time, actually, was PS4. It was the that first doesn't make any sense. So they're redoing it again for PlayStation 5. Don't need, why, why Don't would, need that. Why wouldn't you redo Play, uh, Last of Us 2? And Naughty Dog, new. Naughty Dog is working on a new title. Okay, so that so that's why they're not doing it, and Bend is going to take it on, which is super confusing. I Speaking of super game, confusing, by the way, I think about that game once a week. Oh yeah, of course you do. I just think I think about it, and I'm like, man, haunting. It stays with you, and the character development is better than 99 percent of movies, TV shows, and books. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Anyway, um, we saw the trailer during WrestleMania, and you tweeted this out: the trailer for WWE 2K22. Yeah. Okay, fine. It was, a, it was very Rey Mysterio heavy. Very Rey Mysterio heavy, and I had not heard his name in a fortnight. No, uh, yeah, I don't want in a dog's age, Rich. I have <laughs> never like heard of him forever. So great, I, I, I love Rey Mysterio. I think he's a he's a cool high flyer. But I, is he like a huge sell? I don't know. I guess I don't even think he's in the WWE anymore. Exactly. Mm. Um, a couple games that are coming to consoles now. Disco Elysium, the director's cut, the final cut, is now on sale on both Xbox, uh, what's it they call it? Xbox Store and PlayStation Network. So if you can get that game on sale, I think it's like 25 bucks. That's one of the best games I played last year. Uh, I would put definitely put it in the top five. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever is coming to consoles this week. So this is uh, the sequel to Super Meat Boy um, with randomly generated levels. That was a fun game to watch when you were twitching games. That was a fun game. And I'm, I'm eventually going to get back there. You know what I mean? Um, an update, uh, Outriders. Still great. I finished my first playthrough of the game. Um, it's it's a I love the term looter shooter because that's I love those types. I love gear. I love the best gear I can get, and I like getting better and better gear. I love these games. So okay. um, so this is uh I th really think you would like it. Wait till it goes on sale. Wait till you get a PlayStation Five as well to play this game. But this is a game you will really really like. What am I um, on PS Five? What do you what I do you don't know? You will be fully vaccinated by the time you get it, though. <laughs> so I, I guess, promise you. Yes, that's good news. All yes. Right. Um, Rich, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. How many Smurf games do you want to play over the next five years? I don't want to play any Smurf games over the next five years. Well, you're getting five. Y'all ready for biz? They're making five Smurf games. That's like James Cameron being like, hey, you guys want an Avatar sequel? You're like, no. no. Well, we got four coming your way. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I don't, I, didn't, I don't want any of these. Um, And can you hit my sounder, please, for Davy's Babies? Oh, we got a Davy's Babies. Yeah, new yes. segment. Davy's Babies. Like an yeah. absolute baby. Fucking baby. All right, Davy's Babies. There's There you go, right there. <laughs> Stop being a fucking baby. So, Epic, as you know, they, they of the Fortnite notoriety... Right. I don't remember. I talked about this in the video game minute before, but now um, what has happened to them 
uh, they I don't know if you remember this, but they put a loophole when Fortnite went to the iOS went went to the Apple Store, where you could skip paying Apple, and Apple took them to court because you could you could actually circumvent the Apple Store and go right to um, Epic Store. Yeah, right, right, and right, buy right. from that, and there was a huge deal. And it's a breach of contract. Apple is now suing Epic Games, who stands to lose. $300 million this year because of this lawsuit. That is because they had to revamp their entire store. They spent millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to establish the Epic Games store, and they're buying all of these independent titles, most notably the game Control, which I played, which is a good game. They okay. paid $10 million to that developer to put it on the Epic store exclusively. Uh. Right. So now Epic is losing... $300 million, and they projected won't make a profit until 2027. So, yeah. You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. And the Epic Games, the, the CEO of Epic Games saying that, well, we'll know because basically he's being a huge fucking baby about it, and they're trying to counter-sue Apple, and that's never going to work. What a mess. You should have just let Apple take their cut, you dummy. Like, how much money do you actually need? Yeah, that's... Yeah, you're not going to win that either. Fucking baby. Fucking baby. But anyway, let's I'm get to let's get to the next thing. That has been Ryan Davies' Video Game Minute, brought to you by our good friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code RonVonD, get yourself a nice little discount on some soda pop. Bam. Well, let me ask you, you ready for the topic du jour? Uh, it's the thing with Tyler Sheridan, right? Y'all ready for bisque? No, well, I'm glad you asked. It is the topic of the day. Today, it is Godzilla versus Kong, the number one movie in the world. It is one hour and 53 minutes long. It's currently still streaming on HBO Max. And according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are giving it a 75% fresh. The audience, 92%. Let's start, as we do with all of our movie and TV uh, reviews, spoiler-free. Let me start, Ryan, by asking you, did you like it? Um, yeah. Hmm. What a layered response. Yeah, that's an onion. We're going to unpeel that onion. That's what we're here for. That's why, that's yeah. why we have podcasts, so you can sort mm -hmm. of take that soft yeah and get it into something. I'll tell you what, I did like it. I... I very much liked it. Some of the issues I actually and we had with the last monster movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, as it were, that it was so much better in this one than that one. And I think what really helped this movie was how bad that movie was. Yes, I felt heard. Yeah, felt heard. a lot of our criticism, I think they sort of turned it around. And I think they mm -hmm. must have heard that, too, because that one did not do very well. People didn't really seem to like it. And this one was a lot better. And I think... This movie did hurt. I know it's in some theaters. I watched it at home. This one definitely would have been badass in IMAX. Full go. Got your little popcorn. Got your little nips in. You're mixing your drink and you're sitting there. This is why you do go to the theater is for movies. As good as my little setup is here, it's not like that. This is what that would have been fucking awesome, I think, there. And I think that is the honestly, that's the biggest reason for my, as the chat is calling it, the soft yeah. Is because the whole time, the whole time I was watching it, I couldn't help but think to myself, "This would have been way better in a theater, mm -hmm. way better." Like it was good, but it it it's a movie that needs to be seen in theaters. So some of the movies that we have done so far this year uh, on hashtag Dork, 
in my opinion, it was worse than the Snyder cut, but it was better than the little things with Denzel and yes. Rami Malek and those guys. I have yep. it in the middle. I've seen a bunch of movies this year. Most of them are bad. There's only been a couple of like good to greats. And this one was entertaining. I don't have a huge desire to go back and watch it. There are certain scenes that I like that I think would be cool. Like if you just, you know, if somebody like tweeted out a two minute clip, like I would watch it again, but I don't know about the movie itself. If I would watch it again, again, didn't have to pay for it. If I did, I wouldn't have felt ripped off. I would have been like, nope. Cool. I, I enjoyed myself. I like sweet monster action, you know, as much as anybody. And this provided the sweet monster action. It sure did. And it, it they packed a punch. Uh, there were some things that I did not care for in this movie, but again, I really think with the visuals, because the vi some of the visuals, and again, like you, I have a very yeah. nice little setup. Yeah. But yeah. the the CGI and the detail that went into this movie was pretty impressive. I yeah, I thought they did a, a really good job. Mm -hmm. My big question though was it's snakes up there this big. Yeah, well, it's not really a snake, it's not really a snake. It's a giant like lizard. Yeah. Of. With you a very know. small head, tiny pea head. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. Godzilla's head, I think, got smaller. He's got a tiny, stupid head. He he'd be swimming in this red hood hat. Oh he, my god, it would look so dumb on him. He couldn't wear this. He yeah. was like, oh, one size fits most. Yeah, not big heads like me and tiny heads like you, Godzilla. No. He's got yep. a tiny shit head, huge body. Like the guy he does all leg day. He's all yep. leg that guy. Tiny all leg day. little fuck of a head. What do you think, Ryan, of the MonsterVerse to this point? Because it is a thing. The MonsterVerse had the Godzilla reboot, which started all of this. And I'm not talking about the Matthew Broderick joint with no. Puff Daddy, the Green Day brain stew with the fucking dinosaur. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the 2014's Godzilla, which I thought was pretty good. They followed that up with Kong Skull Island, which I also liked. I really liked that one. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters was trash. So this was the fourth movie in that series. Yeah, and I think Godzilla King of the Monsters would would have been better had it not been for like the whole like family thing to it, and they just let the guy fucking rip shit up. Oh my god, there was so much people dialogue and people stories, and like, oh, we got to know what's going on with the people. I'm like, I don't need to know what's going no, on. No, and they cut way back on it yeah. this time around, so which is nice. Uh, so again, I thought I thought that part of it was good. What would you say the uh, your hashtag Dork score would be? Uh, I, I would say this is an average at home movie. I would give this honestly, if I were to see this in a theater, I would give it a four at home. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go four on it for me. And I think it's funny. Cause I, I think I went back quickly. We did a Godzilla King of the monsters. If you guys want to go back and, and find that in the archives, we did an episode on that and I'm always sort of the recency bias guy. And I think I, I want to say I gave it a three, you gave it a two and a half. We were both down on it. Yeah. So it's a solid stone up from that. Like whatever mm -hmm. you have from that, it's a solid, at least a stone up from that. So I'll say four. And again, I forget. What did I give the little things? I think maybe a three and a half, maybe a three somewhere. And I think I gave it like a two or a three. Yeah, it was it was kind of disappointing. Yep. But like this was more reason. There's more reason to watch this than that. Yes. Absolutely. I know the movies are very different. But I'm saying I mean, it's, it's a it's a fucking. It's yeah. a popcorn movie. It's a movie that you sit, you, you don't, and I, I don't mean to say this in a derogatory way, but like, you don't have to think really too much about it. It's just like, all right, let's have some fun. Let's watch a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, let's watch a, like a monster movie. Yeah, that's just it. I mean, like there are certain, like you're in a mood for a certain type of movie. Th this is one of those types. This is like, yeah. like, Hey, I want to see a comedy. I want to see a horror. Like I'm actually, you know what? 
I'm I'm prepared to watch a war movie. Like I have to like I I'm never prepared for a war movie. Like it takes no, I gotta get I get like Saving Private Ryan. Like I gotta like gas myself up a little bit just to watch that. You know. Yeah, because that's a lot. It takes a lot out of you. But this is like. Like yeah. if you have like some nice snacks and a couple of nice drinks, like this is a perfect, perfect movie for that. Yeah, nice little Saturday night. Like let's let's watch an inner something entertaining. You know, uh, do you have, have any, last anything else non spoiler? Oh, I would say the people didn't bother me nearly as much as the last movie. Well, some of the people didn't bother me as much. Let's move on to the next bit. All right, nothing else. Okay. Spoilers! Spoilers! Here come the spoilers! All right, spoilers for Godzilla versus Kong. Ryan, uh, what bothered you? What were you? What were you holding out on there? Uh, the whole Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Fire Fist kid from you know Deadpool two, like that whole thing. Like why? And this is the same problem I had with like was it Fallen Kingdom? Like the Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. The issue I have: why is it so easy for children? to break into these high security places. Well, like they just South fucking Park waltzed Stan. into that place. Stan is always getting into whatever he wants to in South Park. They do whatever they want. Yeah, she seems to have like a lot of knowledge of that world. It could just get in in and out everywhere. I do think what helped make up for them though was Brian Tyree Henry's character, the dude Paperboy. Paperboy yeah. from Atlanta who yeah. played Bernie Hayes in the movie. He was great. He was like the one person who was when he was on screen was either funny or was moving it along, but not to the not like wasting time. And I think he was also like he was a podcaster. So right away, I'm going right to right away. We like him. Yeah, right away. He relates. And he's a gigantic conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, this guy's the man. <laughs> like this Right. Guy. But then you add you add uh, 11 Millie yeah. Bobby Brown and you add like in this whole like. They shoehorn uh, Kyle Chandler in there, Coach Taylor. So like, he, he, there was way too much of Coach Taylor in the last movie. Right. So they obviously wanted to bring him back for this one. But then, like, I don't think they really had as much of a role for him. And it was just sort of like, here, here it is. But and, so but so then, like, but what I thought was interesting, what nah, I don't know if it was interesting. What you had was a group of characters who had a connection to Kong and a group of characters who had a connection to Godzilla. Right. And, and like what was going on with Godzilla and sort of, they understood like why he's on earth. One thing, and I, I'm sure I said this about the last movie and I still say it here. People for the most part were way too comfortable around these creatures. They're so enormous. You couldn't, I feel like more people would either pass out or just shit themselves blind. There's no way you'd be able to be like, oh, yeah, there's a fucking Godzilla and he's, oh, yeah, there's a gigantic gorilla. Like, I don't think you could prepare yourself for that. If I, I mean, there's people like just kind of in the city of, was it Hong Kong? Oh, they end up in. By the way, how many people are just watching? I'm like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of there. How many people do you think they killed in Hong Kong? Well, it was so funny because like, in the beginning of the movie, Godzilla obliterates this building. And in the news, they're like 12 dead. Like nope. he just, no, nope. there was hundreds of nope. people. I like when they're smashing, like one of the great fight scenes. And by the way, they don't take too long to get to the action, which I also appreciated because nope. I was just waiting. I'm like, if we don't get a fucking fight until an hour in, it's useless. So they got to that a lot quicker, but they destroyed Hong Kong on such an epic level that I'm like, yeah. they killed a million people. 
they had a million people they had to have killed a million people and yet they're both looked at as good guys and everyone in the beginning of the movie when they were fighting on the boat except for that one boat everyone died <laughs> every one of those people died um and if you're a fighter pilot and someone's like hey you need to go shoot missiles at godzilla i'm gonna say no nah it I'm not doesn't gonna, work it never works i'm not gonna do that though i'm yeah. not gonna do that yeah like he I'm, has like was it laser breath or whatever like you know nuclear it's like breath fire it's the hottest fire you've ever yeah. seen and their fight though was good i'm also not shocked at all in fact we were talking about this again this is during a, another greg hill show crossover with wiggy and i i uh it doesn't take a, a genius to figure out Godzilla versus Kong was going to be a bit like Batman v Superman insofar as they're going to fight for a bit. Then they're going to team up and take on a bigger bad because at the end of the day, Godzilla and Kong really aren't villains. No. And I think they did a really good job of, and it's funny, like I say, like developing the character, but like having motivations between the two characters, hmm. like Godzilla clearly just wants to be the one they call him Titans. Like he just wants to be the one Titan. Yeah right yeah. and kong wants to go home like he just wants yeah. to he keeps talking about like and i like the you know kong in every king kong movie like he has kind of like this co human connection you to a singular like human oh you 100 percent. oh yeah there's that but yeah. also just i think they did a good job uh as an audience at least i found myself rooting for him at every turn like i wanted king kong to come out on top everywhere which is surprising because you're a dino guy I do like, you know me, I love sweet dino action, but I don't know if it's the stupid tiny head or what, but it's also Kong's relationship with the girl and just that. I just, I don't know. I felt more of a connection to King Kong. Uh, which which you should, because yeah. he's just like us. He, yeah. he now, can what, talk. What did you think? Uh, first of all, their fights were good. The punches and Kong having to get out of the fire breath and all that stuff, that's good. Uh, and then obviously you get Mecha Godzilla. Which, Which again, my my yeah. biggest issue is we've run into this. I can't tell you how many times recently, and people need to figure their shit out. Bad guys for the sake of bad guys really pisses me off. Like, that why would you build that fucking thing? Well, so they, they, what they would say is humans, like they don't like the idea of titans. The humans need to be in control. So basically, if kong or godzilla even if they claim to be good guys you have to have a backup plan and then i think they thought that mecha godzilla would at least be that so they could sort of dictate things but oh my god shockingly they lost control of it and now it's like it's lex right. luther with uh with doomsday or whatever or whatever like, the uh and uh was a superman quest for peace was a uh, nuclear man um but yeah, same story um the other thing too is like the random bad whiskey drinking bad guy's daughter shows up at one point in one of those like ships. Oh, that was also and, like, kind of like, odd. like, like the, why yeah. why do you have that character? So like Alexander Skarsgård's character who played uh Dr. Nathan Lind. Yeah. So they like find him and he's like a guy who's like a writer or whatever and he's like uh, a geologist and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to come do this?" and he's like, "Uh." Eh. And then the next thing you know, he's like flying into the center of the earth and knows exactly how to do that and like where to go and, and like, on a ship on an experimental like yeah. spaceship that no one's ever used before what do you think of that like going into the center of the earth you know, i the like i mean i like that path. theory that it's like and i love the visual of that that was one of the coolest visuals where like 
Kong jumped and then like flipped around. Like the he was yeah. in at like, literal center of the earth, so he like flipped around. I bet all of that scene in an IMAX would have looked badass. Oh, it would have looked so cool. That and just look pretty sweet. And what a cool idea. Yeah. I like this hollow earth. I mean, I know that's like a conspiracy theory, like the earth is hollow. Or there's like a whole bunch of reptilian people that live in there. Right. And that's where they come from. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, I, but I, I do like um on that part. And then what was the creature? There was the I, I forget what the name of the creature was, but when Kong first goes into Hollow Earth, there's that thing that he fights that was a pretty good little quick little fight though that he had I oh and they beat the shit out of that thing beat the absolute piss out of that little monster dragon looking thing yeah. but that was pretty cool so what so the one thing that king of the monsters had which again was clearly the worst movie of the series mm -hmm. they had a few more of said monsters they had uh mothra they had rodon they had gojira yeah the three-headed guy right mm -hmm. so this one I was waiting for like somebody else, but it really was a Godzilla Kong Mecha Godzilla. And Mecha I guess Godzilla. That's fine, but I thought I thought we might get like one more. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't any like end credits. There wasn't any like tease ahead because they are talking about this monsterverse could continue, but they did nothing to potentially even set it up. No, I wanted some like bring Mothra back. Yeah, I wanted Mothra. I wanted Mothra too. Yeah, you want more of these movies? I love these movies. I mean, I I've loved these movies since I watched the originals. You know, since I, the I only one. I think there's a place for them. I think this has a chance because you've made four movies. Three of them have been it, like minimum good. So like, why not? And the CGI keeps getting good. And I think they learned their lesson. Like, all right, even if we hire a lot of big name actors, let's stay away from like the human storyline and let's just let these big guys punch each other in the snout. Well, how about, yeah, I mean, just go to the middle of the earth oh. and have like the battle for the, you know, hollow earth. Like, have that be the next movie. Just have monsters fucking fighting. I'd watch that. I'd and watch instead that. of like demolishing cities, like you have to say, okay, how about this? Well, here's my pitch for the movie. All right. right? Um, so you have these monsters who are now congregating. Like, Kong has found his home, right? Mm -hmm. um, Godzilla goes in and out. So he's there. And he's not there. He's, you know, constantly patrolling or whatever. But you have all of these monsters coming back. And eventually what happens is this huge thing breaks out and they're starting to literally rip the world apart. So you have to have you have to send humans down there to, like, stop them almost or like reason with them. I like that. So there you go. There's a movie right there. There's a movie uh, in February. So two months ago, the director of the movie, Adam Wingard, said when talking about the future of the monsterverse i know where we could go potentially with future films however he noted that the monsterverse was created quote to a certain degree to lead towards godzilla versus kong he added that the monsterverse is at a crossroads stating it's really at the point where audiences have to kind of step up and vote for more of these things if this movie is a success obviously they will continue forward and i think it's been a monster success pardon the pun ryan i see i see you working because still a lot of theaters aren't open and yet i think this is it blew wonder woman out of the water as it far did. as like theatrical and i think it's doing pretty well back-to-back -back weeks um and then 50 mil i saw yeah so that's pretty good i think and then uh this month uh legendary was like the production studio ceo josh grude commented on potential sequels quote we have a number i've uh, we have a number of ideas for more movies that's i got it Oh, you got it. I got it. Go ahead.
you know what else was made by Legendary Pictures, which would be a great who you know who you send to stop the monsters? Oh, is Brightburn? Nope. Why did I say Brightburn? I don't know what Pacific Rim. Oh, you want to combine those two? Yeah, you, you send the what do they call them? The uh, not oh. kaiju's kaiju's is that what they call them? I don't yeah, know. Kaiju's. All right. No, uh, you send. Uh, no, what are they called? They're not called kaiju. They're called something else. Come right? on, son of a bitch. Alien monsters called the monsters are kaiju. Jaegers. You send the Jaegers to to sort it out. All right. That'd be you pretty could. good. I don't hate that. Yeah, Pacific Rim. You could. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, Jaegers. Thank you guys. You you, you send. You know, you send uh, Charlie Day. You send Idris Elba. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, send them down there. Ron That'd be Perlman. badass. Ron Perlman, to a lesser extent. If you had, <laughs> if you only if you offer him free drinks. But if you send, it would go for sure. Jaegers to the middle of the earth yeah. to fight monsters who are tearing the world apart. So there you go. There's my movie right there. If you come out with one of these every two years, I'll watch them. You know, Pacific Rim, Godzilla versus Jaegers versus Kaiju versus Godzilla versus Kong. Versus Boom. Mothra versus Rodon versus Let it rip. Can you imagine it Dora. think of like a like a Marvel cinematic universe style fight on that scale? I like it. I'm, I'm we're going in the right direction here. And both by legendary pictures. And guess what? You bring in Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, oh yeah. Direct that bitch. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Let me see what else they have. What other what else legendary pictures? What else are they working with here? Uh, let's see. Oh, here you go. The, uh, Batman, the, uh, the Nolan verse. Hey, Batman versus Godzilla in on that lady in the what M night Shyamalan sucker punch. <laughs> uh, the town, uh, straight out of Compton. Oh, little gangster rap action. Dude, Jurassic world actually. Look, we Legendary. just Dino. We just blew this thing wide open, man. I love it. Uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, you bring Ryan Reynolds in. You bring some Pokemans in. Uh huh. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we got something here, folks. We got some the Hangover movies. <laughs> uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, anything else on? Uh, and by the way, you guys can let us know. What you think of uh, Godzilla versus Kong? You can uh, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at dorkpodcast at rvond. Uh, anything else on that, Ryan? No, let's do it. Let's get to the next thing. Pick of the bomb. All right. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose to defend the goal? I will receive. Okay. Um, and this week, my I watched the first three episodes of this and I fell asleep, which is not an indication of the show. It's just very late. Uh, the name of the show is Made for Love. It's on HBO Max right now. It's a Max original. It's starring uh, Kristen Milotti, who you might remember her from um, Palm Springs. Oh, okay. From Palm Springs. Co-star oh, uh, with Amber? Yep. And okay. Ray Romano plays her dad. Basically, the, the premise is she's married to, if they call it Gogol, but she's married to like the head of Google, right? Okay. Who implants a chip in her head that, they're supposed to be able to share thoughts. Like he's like the next stage of love. Like they're supposed to share thoughts, but it's a prototype. So he can only, it's basically he implanted a spy cam in her head because it's only one way. So he can see and hear everything she's doing. 
but not vice versa. Damn. All right. Um, and Ray Romano plays her dad, and Ray Romano is in a relationship with a real doll, which is he's like the town pervert, which is it's super <laughs> funny. It's right. like dark funny. And Chris, Kristen Milotti, the woman who plays her childhood friend named Bangles, is a woman by pa- name by the name Patty Harrison. Does that sound familiar to you? Patty Harrison. Patty Harrison. No, she is famous for such lines as "I know that I'm not stupid." Oh Same, my like, god, are you serious? Yes, I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. I yeah. know that I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. So she actually plays her, her best childhood friend, in, and she's fu- she's funny as shit. So uh, it's called Made for Love. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. Ryan, you might not believe this, and I mentioned this last week on the podcast, and you might think I'm crazy, but I am back in, and I mean full board, back in The Walking Dead. I'm obsessed. I So here's what, here's what happened. Before you snicker and before anybody in the chat says anything, I understand what happened to The Walking Dead because I used to love The Walking Dead. We actually did shows back in the day. This is before Davey was on every single episode. I think me and Josh Deering did a, a few for different seasons early on on the podcast. It was, one, it was one of the big pop culture phenomenons when our our podcast began, however, like five, six years ago. I love the comic book, The Walking Dead, and I love the show. And they are now in the 10th season or whatever. And the, the 11th season, which is upcoming, is the last and final season. I would say the first five seasons of The Walking Dead are at worst good and at best great television the whole week season two slow but there's some major major moments in it that are really really good that's the one on the farm with herschel right yes yeah yeah and there's the scene with sophia the girl coming out of the farm oh my god and there's the uh john bernthal's character shane Shane. badass he meets his end there Mm -hmm. so i loved the show the first five seasons and then what happened was season six was not that good Season seven was not that good, and season eight was worse. That's a lot of seasons to be bad. Yes. So, and they would always do like the mid-season finale, and then you'd take time off, and they'd come back. And they also fucked themselves. I think it was either six or seven where they were just doing like cliffhangers to do cliffhangers, and it, it got bad. Season nine, enter a new showrunner. I I was away from the show for a long time. My brother-in-law said, you know what? It's actually good. And I'm like, really? I'm like, he wouldn't say if it wasn't, but okay. So it's on Netflix. At least the ninth season is on Netflix. I went back and watched it. I watched the whole, all 16 episodes in the last week. It's awesome. Season season nine of The Walking Dead was fucking awesome. I think I, I bowed out when there was the girl who like looked like a zombie, but wasn't. And it was the chick from like Minority Report. The really weird looking chick. And there was the guy with the white dreadlocks who had the tiger. So that's that? Ezekiel. That's King Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah. So you've probably ducked out a long time ago. Yeah. That's when I stopped watching. He's been an established character for a while. So what I would say is if, if you want, I would say try to figure out <clears throat> where you left off. And okay, then maybe, I will. maybe watch a few season recaps. Maybe watch six, seven, eight, like recaps. Just to get up to nine. And then, and, and if you don't like nine, like I, I'd be surprised. Nine was okay. so good, and now I'm about to start ten. I'm about to dip my toes in a ten. I'm also going to go back and finish the comic book. I haven't done it. They finished writing it. I haven't finished. And then, I believe in August, season eleven comes out. The final seasons is it? I believe this August. So I'll be all caught up by then. 
and then I, it might be worth just fucking finishing the show and doing like a doing a, a, retro, a retrospective yeah it's like sort of a catch-all i know there's a lot to talk about in there mm-hmm. but i was blown away about how into it i was like it, it not it's not perfect but i was like holy shit do i love this again i loved it loved it loved it loved it well, i gotta get back into it then <laughs> only if only if you promise me to download and play days gone it's free yeah, yeah okay <laughs> it's free it's for me it's it's free like and it's probably one of the better free games you'll ever play all right, Days Gone. I will download Days Gone. I mean, no don't dead. Don't you love a game that you have to think about? Like you get on a motorcycle. That's your main mode of transportation. Like, yeah. and you could run out of gas. Like in the middle of oh, I don't the like shit. Yeah. Exactly. But you have to think about like, all right, I need this much gas to get from here to there. Yeah. Uh Daryl, Daryl's really good in The Walking Dead, by the way. Daryl's such a badass. Is he out on his own? Is he going like? Is he with the group? Uh, well, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me anything. Don't yeah, tell me. I'm, anything. Not, yeah. I'm not gonna say too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. W- when you were watching the show, people in the chat want to know when you were watching. Was Negan in it? I got out right before Negan, so I oh, saw. Okay. I was aware. I was aware they were bringing in Jeffrey D. Morgan, and I saw the scene with. Um, I mean, it's been years, right? Oh, so yeah. I, you can spoil it as long as with, you're not uh, season ten no, with Glenn. It. So the. Yeah. the that I saw that episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was great. Yeah, so he fucking destroyed Glenn and Abraham. Mm-hmm. That dude, the comic book, I feel like gets kind of passed over because it, it's gone for so long, and then the show kind of went to the the shits. But the comic book was awesome, and Robert Kirkman's the same guy who did Invincible, which right? We're enjoying right now. Yeah. So I I recommend both, especially now that I know there's an end, because I I gave up on both. The, the book and the show because i was like they're just gonna do this forever like i just right. and then now that i know that they're done i'm like all right i'm 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 back in uh somebody in the chat's asking about season 10 i think it's on just like amc so if you have on demand or if you have that amc plus i don't think because it's not on netflix yet so that's sort of annoying so seasons one through nine are on netflix and then 10 i think you can watch if you have cable still, which I don't know if everybody does or not, but you can yeah. find that on AMC. Um, okay. All right. So that is, uh, oh, next week. Oh, by the way, how about this? Next week. we were Oh, gonna, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is great news. So we were going to do Mortal Kombat, but they pushed Mortal Kombat from this Friday to next Friday. But I just stumbled upon starring this. Day Day. We've gone from Smokey to Day Day. That's right. Friday to next Friday. <laughs> Correct. Which was shockingly an upgrade. Exactly. I didn't think that it could be. <laughs> but, uh, so on HBO Max right now is The New Mutants, a movie that got delayed a thousand times. Then it came out on demand last year. I did not pay for it, but it is now free. We re- we review, I feel like, every comic book movie ever. So watch between now and next week, guys. Watch The New Mutants, and we will review The New Mutants. We will okay. suffer through it with you. Yes. Or, hey, it could surprise us, Ryan. It could be the greatest movie we've ever seen. Unlikely. Unlikely. Uh, all right. You guys can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcast. Tell a friend. Tell a dork. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. The YouTube channel is just YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. It's where we stream these episodes live every Monday night. Uh, you can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. And you can also check out our Facebook group. It's the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. Find out what's going on with us. 
Mac and Goo, the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, the Change My Mind podcast, TLDR, Shime, Dr. Joe, and Davey all on Twitch. Uh, Ryan, what do they say about wombats? Cubes, baby. Mm-hmm. He's doing Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa.